Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. This is Authenticated. The Diecast Collectors Podcast from Lionel Racing. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the premiere edition of Authenticated, the Diecast Collectors Podcast from Lionel Racing. My name is Matt Kenfield, the content marketing manager at Lionel Racing, and we've got a really cool podcast coming up for you here. This is going to be our first kind of foray into the podcast space. We know there's plenty of racing podcasts, but I'll tell you what, when it comes to diecast, we are not only the authority, we are the source. We can get you the info and the news and what you want to know about your diecast passion. And that's what we're going to bring to you right here on Authenticated. Again, my name is Matt Kenfield and joining me for our premiere episode is Alex Pullman. And Alex, I know uh, podcasts are something that you're very passionate about whether it's racing or you know your true crime stuff that you're into but uh you know it, this has been a long time coming we've been planning this podcast for a long time and finally to see it kind of get, get off the ground is, is is a lot of fun i hope you're as excited as i am i'm absolutely excited podcasts are like the new thing to get every all the information out there so yeah yeah for sure and uh you know we are here to enhance the nascar scene you know there's plenty of podcasts that cover the nuts and bolts and the green flag the checkered flag of the racing scene and we're going to do that too uh but we're also going to bring you a lot of diecast news uh perhaps you folks are familiar with our youtube show the fix covid kind of put a, a wrench into our plans to do the fix and uh when covid put a pause on a lot of things from nascar to sports to business to you name it uh, we had to put the fix on hold as well. This is uh, kind of the new iteration uh, of the fix, and, and the fix will come back. Don't you worry about that. It, we will be back on YouTube uh, with diecast news and information and everything like that on the fix. But a lot of the information that we used to share with you on the fix, we're going to bring to you right here in podcast form. Uh, so, and, and that's going to be really cool to Alex too, because I, I know that you got a lot of positive feedback over the years that you were involved in the fix, uh, with, with, you know, diecast fans just wanting to know what's the latest and greatest, what, you know, how things work. And, and I know you really enjoy bringing that information to the collectors. Cause not only do you work here at Lionel racing, like most of us are, we're diecast collectors too, just like you. Absolutely. I love my job and I also love to collect diecasts when you have a passion and you get to work in said passion, it's, you know, an awesome day. We're not going to wait any longer. We're going to get right into it. We're going to bring you the recap of what happened last weekend at Watkins Glen. Sunday afternoon at Watkins Glen International, the road course up in upstate New York. Kyle Larson picked up his fifth NASCAR Cup Series win of the 2021 season. And Alex, I know that you followed Kyle Larson's career from the beginning, and I don't know if either of us could have seen the type of success that he's having this year. 
Yeah, I, I definitely, when he came in in the five car, you know, I know in the past few years, Hendrick has kind of struggled a little bit, but Kyle's out the gate with, like, that new passion at HMS, you know, making them better, showing the new generation over there how how it's going to be from here on out, I think. That's what's really cool about Hendrick Motorsports. Obviously, they had that great tradition from day one, but then, uh, you know, you bring Jeff Gordon and kind of elevates everything to a whole new level. Jimmy Johnson continues that tradition, kind of overlaps a little bit. Dale Jr. certainly won a lot of races, and Chase Elliott was the next to carry the torch, as, as, as we coined it, with, with a really cool diecast set back in uh, 2020. But, uh, you know, now it's not just Chase Elliott carrying that banner for Hendrick Motorsports. Like, it was in 2020. Chase was the guy over at Hendrick Motorsports. Right. Now all of those cars at HMS have gone to victory lane this year. And, and, and the turnaround that they've seen is really remarkable. Because you think of Jimmy Johnson, one of the most decorated drivers in our sport of all time, seven championships Never got to victory lane. Never really even sniffed victory lane in the same equipment with the same crew, uh, a lot of the same crew that Kyle Larson's winning with right now. Absolutely. I mean, it's just, it's like watching the Hendrix of like the mid-2000s, late 2000s with the dominance. And it's really good to see them actually running up front and, you know, Kyle Larson, you know, coming back after everything and just showing it that he really can drive and he is very talented. Uh, and anybody who's followed him, uh, I know, uh, my previous position before I came here at Lionel Racing was was involved in short track racing, and I got to see Kyle Larson when he first got into what was then the NASCAR k Pro Series uh, as a development driver with Rev Racing. I remember him winning a race at Rockingham Speedway and did his burnout and took the steering wheel off and held it out the window to do his burnout. It's something I've never seen before. He got his hand slapped pretty hard by NASCAR for doing it because, obviously, it's probably not the safest thing in the world. But, you know, anybody who watched him from micro sprints into sprint cars and everything like that before he even got to the full-bodied cars knew that Kyle Larson had what it took to do it. But that was my first foray into seeing what Kyle Larson's all about. And, yeah, when he... When he got to Chip Ganassi Racing, had some success there. Uh, but it was also at a time where Chip Ganassi Racing didn't have the most success as, as a company either. Um, won some races, uh, certainly showed what he can do. And, and not to discount or discredit or anything like that, uh, the off-the-track uh, situation that Kyle Larson found himself in in 2020. Um, you know, certainly plenty has been made about that. And, and But to see him bring his career full circle, back to victory lane so often. He's been doing it in sprint cars since 2020 as well. I mean, and, and midgets and everything like that. Uh, I don't know, Alex. Are we witnessing maybe, you know, I'm too young. We're both too young to remember a guy like A.J. Foyt. Right. You know, Tony Stewart had a lot of success in, 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 even before he went to NASCAR. I don't know. Are we seeing, like, the next generation of a guy like an A.J. Foyt, Mario Andretti, who had success in open wheels and in uh, stock cars as well? Is Kyle Larson kind of the next guy in line there? I think so. I mean, he's dominating on the NASCAR track, and then, you know, he'll go to the short tracks during the week and dominate there. I think he won a race again last night out in the Midwest. So, I mean, he is on a roll. Really cool to see Kyle Larson pick up that fifth win in a five car. And, of course, here at Lionel Racing, we love our race win die cast. And, uh, Kyle, do us a favor, though. Next time you win one of these races, you got to ding the car up a little bit. you you got to get us a, a little bit of uh, – and, and tracks, if you're listening, put some confetti out there. Get those cars a little dirty because 
LarsonsHendrickCars.com Chevrolet in victory lane when we took the reference photos for the race win diecast. Look, it's pretty clean. You know, it had, it had a couple of rubber marks to it, but uh, our diecast artist will replicate all of those. So, uh, Kyle, here is a challenge. If and when you get back to victory lane, I think it's just a matter of time before he does get back to victory lane. It could even be this coming weekend at, at uh, Indianapolis for all we know. Ding up a fender, you know what I mean? Just just put dent up that car a little bit so uh, our, our die-cast artists, they won't be happy because they're going to have to put all that work in, but uh, just do us a favor and do the collectors a favor because I, you know, I know you collect race wind die-cast as well, Alex. You know, collectors love to see the confetti. They love to see the dents, the scrapes, the damage, and everything like that. Absolutely. They love to see, like, the tape replicated and everything else, the bare bottom. That's awesome to watch, to witness. Again, the fifth race win diecast for Kyle Larson of the 2021 season now available, lionlracing.com, or you can call 1-800-952-0708 to place an order with our friendly agents here at our call center, or be sure to check out your local authorized Lionel Racing dealer. This week at Lionel, we have some awesome new releases. We have Eric Jones, number 43 Clean Harbors Chevrolet that he ran at Watkins Glen. It has the awesome red, white, and blue petty blue accents, and Clean Harbor is North America's leading provider of environmental and industrial services. Next, we have Martin Truck Jr.'s number 19 Auto Owners Insurance Sherry Strong Toyota Camry. This is running this weekend at the Indy Road Course, and it features the golden teal of the Martin Truex Jr. Foundation that symbolizes the organization's efforts to fight childhood and ovarian cancer. Order all these and all the new diecast releases today at LionelRacing.com or an authorized Lionel Racing dealer. This weekend, the NASCAR Cup Series visits historic Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Beautiful facility. Alex, you've been there before? Been ever been to any? I've never been. I, I've driven past it <laughs> one time, but yeah, I've never actually been. Man, it is a bucket list place that any any race fan, I don't care if you're a NASCAR fan, IndyCar fan, of course, but even if you've ever watched cars go down a racetrack in any form, it, it's kind of hallowed ground. As soon as you walk through that gate there, you walk up at Gasoline Alley like you're going to Pit Road. It, it's, you know, you think of the history of that place, it, it almost takes you back. It's kind of like going to a Wrigley Field or a Fenway Park, you know, if you're a baseball fan. There's so much history. There's so many memories uh, of great racing moments uh, that happened at that facility and this cup this cup series weekend is gonna be a little bit different of course you know fans might you know be used to the brickyard 400 weekend for a long time and uh, uh on the oval track there but we do some left and right hand turns uh at the indianapolis road course and if the last few road course races between sonoma watkins Glen, last few weeks are any indication we are in for one heck of a show Oh, I hope so. I mean, they've got to be really interesting, good racing. You know, no one's holding anything back. You know, and we're close to the championship now. There's one spot, and everyone's just trying to their best to earn as many points as possible. And what's really interesting is we've seen guys like Kyle Larson, who we've talked about. Chase Elliott's been, you know, we kind of dubbed him, the, or a lot of people have dubbed him the king of the road because he's been so dominant on road courses. But this is going to be a weekend. I'm going to go kind of on a, out on a limb here, and you look at a guy like Denny Hamlin. He, I think he finished sixth last week at, at uh, Watkins Glen. Dude hasn't won a race yet this year. No. I mean, it's unreal between he and Kevin Harvick. We were talking about this in our office earlier today. You know, if you would have guessed that Eric Almirola would be the only Stuart Haas Racing winner of this year, and Kevin Kevin Harvick thus far would have zero, uh, we would think that we were all crazy. 
And Denny Hamlin of, of the Gibbs cars is the one that hasn't gone to victory lane as well. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Could we be in for a surprise winner here? Or do you think it's going to be more of the Hendrick Motorsports domination? I mean, it's a toss-up going into this weekend because it's a different kind of road course, kind of like the Roval where you got the oval and the road course mixed together. So, I mean, it could be an HMS win or you could have a dark horse upset winner. If you, if you had imaginary Lenny Bucks, you know, here at Lionel Racing, or Lionel, our, our mascot, Lenny. Uh, if you had imaginary Lenny Bucks to, to bring to Vegas and put some money down on, who would you pick to win this race? Well, I mean, with their dominance, I would say, you know, a Kyle Larson or a Chase Elliott, definitely. Um, dark Horse, I go AJ Allmendinger. Okay, go figure. Now, you, you might not understand, but Alex and her husband, Connor, they're like the world's biggest AJ Allmendinger fans, and 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 it's it. it I don't want to say it's it, it's strange, but I mean they are big AJ Allmendinger fans, and AJ is a good dude. AJ <laughs> is a good dude. I I will give you that. You you picked a good one there, but uh, you know Connor, if if you're listening, man, I ho- I hope your guy does well, and uh, you know Alex already picked your guy to be the uh, dark horse winner this week, but. Um, no, no matter what, it's going to be a great weekend in Indianapolis, and, and certainly we're looking forward to seeing who is the winner there so we can do the uh, race win diecast. And again, if, if anybody over at Indianapolis Motor Speedway is listening, uh, if you haven't already invested in some confetti ba- uh, cannons, uh, please do so because uh, it's going to be a pretty sweet-looking uh, race win diecast. I, I got a feeling here. So uh, we will see. It might be Hendrick Motorsports, Joe Gibbs Racing. They've been really strong this year as well to see who goes to victory lane at Indianapolis. All right, folks, our initial voyage for Authenticated, the Diecast Collectors podcast by Lionel Racing, is in the books. Now, let me just preface this by saying our initial episode, yeah, we had a lot of fun. You know, we're, we're kind of getting our feet wet into this podcast space. You know, Alex and I are both really, you know, passionate about racing podcasts and podcasts about sports and crime and all this stuff. That It's kind of what we do while we're working. But, uh, you know, we've got a lot of cool things in store for you here on the Authenticated Podcast. And, and I'm just going to let you know that we've already talked with a bunch of race teams. We're going to have drivers. We're going to have crew chiefs, crew members, spotters. But what we really want to do with this, uh, with this podcast is kind of tell some of the behind-the-scenes stories. You know, certainly, you know, the stories of the drivers and their backgrounds and everything like that, you know, they're pretty well-known. You know, if you're a favorite driver, you, that's what's great about NASCAR. You have a favorite driver. You know a lot about that driver, uh, as it is. But you might not know that your favorite driver also collects diecast. You might not know that that spotter that you hear on Radioactive or whatever it might be might have a gigantic diecast display in their house. Um, and, and likewise, this diecast industry, and Alex, I know that you deal hand-in-hand with the race teams as a production manager here at Lionel Racing. There are so many people behind the scenes Besides the crew members, the crew chiefs, the drivers, the spotters that kind of get the, the headlines, you know, they get uh, the star of the show. But there are so many people in boardrooms and in offices at these buildings that go into that, you know, have their hand into the diecast process. And, and what's going to be really cool, and I think you'll agree with this, you know, we're going to tell some of those stories because there's a lot of people within, within our building and all of these major race teams that the people that are behind the scenes and in the offices They've been around a long time. They've got a lot of really cool stories to tell, and it'll be a lot of fun to tell those stories as well. Yeah, I mean, it's really cool to hear, you know, where people have started going by the way back. Some people in the building working on Dale Earnhardt cars and special programs and what they got to do there and where they are now and kind of how they've evolved. So that's going to be really cool to hear those stories. 
and like Alex said, just within our four walls, I mean, we, yeah, Alex used to, you know, work the ticket booth when a guy like Daniel Hemrick, who's in the Xfinity series, started his racing career. I was actually Daniel's first late model spotter, his first ever start over at Concord Speedway. I was on the spotter stand for him. We finished second that day. Uh, so, uh, you know, really cool stories. We, we all have stories to tell. And, and some of these folks in the licensing and the marketing departments at, at these race teams, uh, you know, you, you might not understand. Yeah, you get your die cast and you're excited for it and everything like that. But how many hands and how many people were involved in that process to get it from the conceptualization stage to the art stage to the sales stage to the delivery stage, uh, the shipping and everything like that? There are so many people involved in those processes. Uh, you know, it'll be really cool to tell those stories uh, of how of how this works. You know, how the gears work at Lionel Racing. I agree. I mean, there's definitely a longer process than people probably know that goes on behind the scenes, so you can get your diecast. So our next episode, we're going to actually call it episode one. This is the, the, the prologue or something like that, that I guess we could call it for our uh, authenticated podcast. But our next episode will have none other than Dr. Diecast himself, our Lionel CEO, Howard Hitchcock, uh, to give some insight on a bunch of different things here at Lionel Racing. Certainly some of his history in the, in the sport and in the industry. And, and if you're a fan of the fix, you've seen Howard's, uh, Howard on there plenty of times. But obviously, you know, Three quarters of the way, almost through 2021, there's a lot of things going on in the diecast industry. Um, there's a lot of, you know, challenges uh, that are well known across the toy industry, across every industry. You know, whether even if it's your bananas that you buy at the grocery store, it's a difficult process to get those into the grocery stores, just as it is to get your diecast uh, from the factory to uh, to your hands. Uh, so we'll talk to Dr. Diecast, we'll talk to Howard Hitchcock about those challenges, how Lionel Racing is, is uh, attacking them, uh, and we've also got some really cool things. Alex, I know you've been a pretty integral part in uh, this 2022 next-gen car. Um, we might have a little surprise for you guys uh, in a couple of weeks when it comes to that next-gen car, and uh, Alex, I know as a NASCAR fan as and as someone here at Lionel Racing, this is... Uh, uh, a whole new concept, a whole new everything with diecast. So, uh, you know, just what are your thoughts without giving too much away? Because you know, uh, yeah. we don't want to, we don't want to, you know, go go too deep into it just yet. But what are some of your excitement about this next gen car, both on the racetrack and in your diecast collection? Um, just to see something different. You know, I remember the car of tomorrow back in like 2007. You know, that being different. But this car is going to put everyone's sort of on the same level every weekend so it'd be really cool to see that on the track but also have a different looking car in the collection that varies from what you have now so you definitely can see the the progression of the die cast through the years it's going to be a lot of fun like i said we've got a lot of cool stuff here and uh you know uh alex i, I appreciate you joining us here and, and this is uh or you know you're i say joining us i think you're gonna end up being our co-host as we go um so and, and folks, if, if you're stumbling upon this podcast or anything like that, you know, hit us up on Twitter, uh, Lionel underscore racing or Instagram, Facebook, whatever it might be. Let us know what you want to see out of this show. Um, you know, we hear all the time. I'm the guy that monitors all of our social media accounts. And, and we hear you when you say, hey, we want this car offered or why wasn't this car offered or, you know, all this stuff. We hear you. Trust us. Every, every tweet, every DM, every everything is, uh, is seen, um, you know, and we're going to tell some of those stories and give you a little bit of insight, peel that curtain back as to, uh, you know, something, Alex, I know you deal with a lot, you know, how come we're not offering car X? 
Yeah. Well, there's probably a reason. It's not because we just don't want to or because we want to tick you off as a collector. You know, there's usually probably a reason why we're not. And we'll, we'll yes. ex- you know, as we go here, we'll, we'll get into a, a few of those stories. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll bring a, a lot of cool stuff your way. Uh, again, this authenticated podcast is going to be uh, a, a lot of fun to get into. And, uh, you know, what kind of things do you want, Alex? You know, I, I don't feel like we share enough of that stuff in our office. You know, it's, you know, what, what would you like to see out of this podcast? Um, just to be able to hear other people's stories and their love and passion for the sport as much as you and I, you know, because if you have a job and you love what you do because that's your passion on, you know, outside of these four walls, then it's really cool to hear other people have that same passion and drive. It's going to be a lot of fun here on Authenticated, and we really appreciate you joining us. We'll be back in just a few short weeks with episode one of the Authenticated Podcast by Lionel Racing. Follow Lionel Racing on Twitter at Lionel underscore racing, on Instagram at Lionel underscore racing, and be sure to like Lionel Racing on Facebook. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.